0: Eric Gardner, John Crawford III, Michael Brown, Iselle Ford, Dante Parker, Michelle Casseau, Laquan McDonald, George Mann, Tanisha Anderson, Akai Gurley, Tamir Rice, Jermaine Reed, Matthew Jabadi, Frank Smart, Natasha McKenna, Tony Robinson, Anthony Hill, Maya Hall, Philip White, Eric Harris, Walter Scott, William Chapman II, Alexia Christian, Brendan Glenn, Victor Manuel Lorosa, Jonathan Sanders, Freddie Blue, Joseph Mann, Salvador Ellswood, Sandra Bland, Albert Joseph Davis, Darius Stewart, Billy Ray Davis, Samuel Debose, Michael Sabi, Brian Keith Day, Christian Taylor, Troy Robinson, Ashams Farrow Manley, Felix Kumi, Keith Harrison McLeod, Junior Prosper, LaMontez Jones, Patterson Brown, Dominic Hutchinson, Anthony Ashford, Michael Lee Marshall, Jamar Clark, Richard Perkins, Nathaniel Harris-Pickett, Benny Lee Tignore, Miguel Espinel, Michael Noel, Kevin Matthews, Betty Jones, Quintonio Liguera, Keith Taldress Jr., Janet Wilson, Randy Nelson, Antoinette Scott, Wendell Celestine, David Joseph, Callan Roquemore, Jason Parkins, Christopher Davis, Marco Loud, Peter Gaines, Tori Robinson, Darius Robinson, Kevin Hicks, Mary Trujillo, Demarcus Zimmer, Willie Tillman, Terrell Thomas, Seville Smith, Alton Sterling, Philando Castillo, Terrence Crutcher, Paul O'Neill, Alteria Woods, Jordan Edwards, Aaron Bailey, Ronell Foster, Stefan Clark, Antoine Rose II, Botham Jean, Pamela Turner, Dominique Clayton, Atatiana Jefferson, Christopher Whitfield, Christopher McRoyvey, Eric Reason, Michael Lorenzo Dean, Brianna Taylor, George Floyd. All of these names, every single last one of them, are people of color who have been killed by police. It's been too many. Way, way, way too many. For those of you who don't understand what it's like to fear law enforcement in America, you're privileged. There is not a moment where I leave my house and wonder if today I will be the next hashtag. There is not a moment where Brent leaves for work or any time he leaves the house. And I wonder if I'm going to get that call to come and identify his body. America loves to tout itself as the home of the free or land of the free and the home of the brave. But if you're if you're a person of color, a minority, you're not free, but you're being policed and governed by people who aren't brave either. That classic line, oh, I I feared for my life. I thought he had a gun. You can't tell me that people who work daily with guns shoot them daily can misidentify cell phones, hammers, a pipe for a gun. There's no way. You know, I don't I don't go for that whole oh I feared for my life excuse. You know, when you put on that badge, you know exactly what you signed up for. There is no oh, this happened out of nowhere maybe you know, everyone risks their life on the daily. Me, wanting to be a teacher, I risk my life on the daily. Why? Because some psycho lunatic could walk in the door and just decide he wanted to shoot the place up because he had a bad day or the girl he wanted to take to prom rejected him or people have been bullying him or maybe he just doesn't like black people. That doesn't mean that I get to just bring a gun to school with me where I'm supposed to be teaching and protecting children and decide that, oh, I got scared because I thought a student's cell phone was a gun and he could be the next school shooter, so I'm going to just shoot him. You know how many times I've walked onto a campus and wondered if today was going to be the day that we have a school shooting? It's happened in Columbus. There have been multiple school shootings I mean, just a couple years ago, we had the whole incident at Ohio State University, and I was at a different, co- different college campus, literally 10 minutes away from that place. We were in lockdown. But I don't get to say, oh, I fear for my life, so I'm going to bring a gun with me and shoot so anyone who I perceive could be a threat. The problem is, when you're black in America, your skin color will always be perceived as a threat. And I find that ironic, so, so, so ironic given the history of white people who have been nothing but violent towards people of color. I mean, when you look at it, look at the British Empire and what did they do? Rape, kill, and pillage every single piece of land they could get their hands on. Now, maybe, maybe this fear is because you know that if we lived in a just world, people of color would have every right to do everything you've done to them back to you. If, if black people and people of color were as violent as so many white people like to believe we are, there would be no white people. First of all, when you kidnapped us from our homelands, took away our culture, our heritage, our language, took our families away from us, you bred us with our own parents, and raped us and you made us to be bigger better and stronger than you so if we really were that violent and wanted to kill all of you trust me we would have a long time ago so stop with that bullshit excuse that black people are so violent and we're so angry and we're, no we're not because guess what the majority of school shooters and mass murderers they're not black And I don't want to hear that talk about, oh, well, there are still some good cops. 40% of police spouses suffer from domestic violence at the hands of their police spouses. So don't tell me that those 40% of cops are good cops. Because that doesn't include the other percent of cops who constantly look at people of color as a threat. You cannot be a good cop while you uphold a racist, how do you want to say monarchy? Is establishment the good, the right word for this? System? Livelihood? Way of life? Ideology? When you uphold that, which you know it is, and there are so many unjust laws, just doing a job doesn't make you a good person because guess what? There are a shit ton of fucking Nazis in Germany who are just saying, I'm just doing my job. There's been evidence... Mounts of evidence showing that the supposedly good cops who are here to serve and protect have been infiltrated by white terrorist organizations such as the KKK and the alt-right and incels. So don't tell me that there are some good cops. And I'm not talking about just the white cops, because it's not just white cops who are killing black bodies. You can't convince me there's a such thing as a good cop. When every time I see one pull behind me, I get nervous. I get scared. I'll think to myself, where's my ID? Do I have my ID on me? I should probably get it out of my pocket. That way, if he pulls me over, I'm not reaching in my pockets for an excuse for him to shoot me. Where is my registration and my insurance? Is that in my glove box? I should probably grab that out so he doesn't try to shoot me when I go to grab for it. How am I supposed to know that you're a good cop when you're pulling me over? You could be a bad cop. I'm already in fear for my life. So should we just start shooting the cops? Is that is that the type of excuses you want us to use? It takes years, years of education, of practice for people to become lawyers and judges to interpret the law. So why do we give cops so little time to enforce them? they don't know how to enforce laws they lie and even when they know the laws they lie it's been caught on camera multiple times how many times do we have cops planting drugs on people caught on video how many times do we have cops lying to people about their rights caught on video and those are only the incidents caught on video those aren't the only incidents just the only ones caught On video so don't tell me that there are some good cops because where were the good cops when George Floyd was getting killed where were the good cops when Tamir Rice got shot I don't want to hear it I'm tired of your excuses and I don't want to hear another motherfucking person talk about how people of color should be protesting we are on the streets fighting for our lives, fighting for the lives of our children, of our siblings, of our parents, of our students, of our loved ones, of our friends and family, of ourselves. And you want to tell us how we should fight for our lives? You want to tell us that we're not protesting enough to make you com- in a way that makes you comfortable? Your white fragility is showing. When you try to tell people of color how they need to protest an issue that only affects them. You're upholding white supremacy. You are telling your black friends and family members and colleagues and peers that you believe that you are an authority figure over them based off of the color of your skin, that you have the audacity to tell them how they should protest. Now, when my car breaks down and I have to take it to my mechanic, I don't go into my mechanic's garage and tell him, oh, well, you shouldn't do that. You should do it this way. You know why? Because I don't know shit about fixing cars. Just like y'all don't know shit what it's about what it's like to to be a minority, to fear the cops, to fear being looked at as a, as a weapon just because of the color of your skin. You don't have no room to speak. You don't. Sit down. This one ain't for you. And for the white people out here who are claiming to be allies and then getting angry at people of color who don't have the capacity in them for right now to teach you, to educate you, because it's so fucking taxing because we're so tired and we're so fucking anxious and worried and scared and angry and just hurt and depressed at all of this all the time of being black in a country that doesn't care for you. Now, when we were peacefully protesting, when we were taking a knee when we were just sitting. We were sons of bitches who needed to go back to Africa. Black people built this country. So when this country turns around and starts killing us, we have every right to burn that shit down. Now I'm not saying that's always the way. There are a bunch of different ways that we can progress this movement. And as you all know, I advocate strongly for education. And I'm not saying we need more teachers, although we do because there have been alarming rates of racist teachers talking about killing people of color and protests who teach minority students. But get an education. Education. Learn how to open your own business. Learn the law. Become an elected official. Become a judge. Change the way this country is ran. Because I am tired. I am tired of seeing my people gunned down in the streets Like we are animals. And you don't even have to do anything wrong. You don't have to commit a crime. Because when you're black in America, you're born a crime. I want to live in a world where I don't have to worry about the people who are supposed to serve and protect me killing me. I want to live in a world where I don't have panic attacks when Brent goes to work at night. I want to live in a world where I don't have to worry about censoring myself to shield white fragility at the cost of losing my job or losing my scholarships. I am tired. I'm so, so, so tired. The thing is, people keep saying... This has gone on for too long, for too long. It should have never gone on in the first place. How long was just right? Just enough time for us to suffer. How long was just enough time for us to be enslaved? How long is just enough time for us to be discriminated against and to be murdered? Even if we haven't done anything wrong. How long? How long should we just sit by and wait for that and just allow that to happen? Because when you say too long, that's what I want to know. How long was just right enough for you? Now, the reality of it is there's a lot of people who want to be on our side, who believe Black Lives Matter, but... They're not comfortable with giving up their privilege. They're not comfortable with not having anyone to discriminate against. You know, America, as much of a melting pot as it claims to be, America loves to discriminate against other people for A slew, a slew of different things. It could be your gender, your race, your skin color, your sexual orientation, your religious beliefs, your nationality, your language preferences, your economic stability. People always want something to look down on other people for. And for a lot of white people, you have to look back and realize, like, my family ain't done shit. We haven't contributed much at all to America. My family owned slaves, and all of our wealth really came off the backs of other people suffering. So what do I need to have to feel good about myself? Hmm. Maybe I need to convince myself that because I'm a lighter complexion, have a narrow nose, blonde hair, blue eyes, or come from a, a, a certain part of the country that I can map my lineage back to, I'm better than a person. And that's not how it should be. I'm tired of people discriminating against each other for what? For being different? For not looking like you? For not sounding like you, talking like you, acting like you. For being too this, for being not enough that. We have got to do better. For a species that likes to claim it's so intelligent and it's so smart, we're dumb as fuck. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean... I've never been on a safari, but when I go to the zoo, I don't see other animals discriminating of against other animals for being for having different spots or stripes than they do. So why do we do it? Why do we feel the need to look down on other people for differences? If we're so advanced, why haven't we gotten past this? My grandmother fought for equality on a local college campus. I won't drop names because I ain't trying to get sued. <laughs> um, there weren't black history classes on that campus when she went there. Her and a group of students lobbied for black history classes to be put on that campus. So tell me why a system that is so advanced, an institute of education, that's supposed to hold itself to such high standards, just 40 years ago, didn't think that my culture was important enough to know about. But I can promise you, K through 12, I've learned so much about white history That I feel like I've practically had it crammed down my throat. It's been interesting to me because I've been learning that people lately are just now learning what Juneteenth is. Ask yourself why. Why do you not know? Particularly if you're not a person of color. Was it that your education system has failed you? Or was it that you thought it was not necessary to learn about anything besides your own culture that as an adult you didn't think it was necessary to take the time to go to your local library to research online, watch documentaries, or look something up? There are so many people who claim to be friends of people of color and allies who don't take just a few minutes out of their day to learn about their friends and their allies and their companions history. Now, white people, you guys have an obligation to educate yourself. And and don't go calling on on people of color to educate you. We're not here to serve you. Slavery's over. You can do it yourself. Like you got privilege. Y'all got some of the best schools. Most of the best-funded schools are in white areas. So we already gave you the leg up. Y'all got all the privilege to learn this shit on your own. Y'all have the nicest libraries with the Mac computers. So go ahead and look it up yourself. Research it. Keep going and going and going. Because right now we're mentally fucking exhausted. I don't think there hasn't been a single day this past week where I've gotten a decent night's sleep and haven't fucking cried. It's exhausting. I'm tired of being scared. I'm tired of being angry. I'm tired of trying to figure out what's the next plan for if I get that phone call. What am I going to do? What are we going to do about the funeral? What are we going to do about the message that has to come from his life? Because I'll be damned if I, Brent, any person I love dies by the hands of racism. And it just be that. And I think that's so astounding is because none of you white people will want it for yourselves. So why is it okay for you to just sit by idly and watch your Black friends and family and companions and co-workers and peers go through it. When you excuse injustice for one person, you excuse injustice for all people. So as not just a country, but as a world, as a human race, We need to come together and fix this. And we need to pay attention to all injustices that go on in the world. Because we will win this battle. And we're going to win the war. The injustice has to end. It, It has to. It can't survive this way. It can't. And when this war is won, we need to make sure that we're looking at all injustices that we're seeing. All injustice. Every, every time a child gets locked into a cage, every time a hate crime is committed against a person of color, or... A person of the LGBTQ plus community. Every time a woman makes less money for the same job as a man, we need to stand up and show out. We are only as strong as we are united. And we're being divided for what? I keep hearing people complain about the same bullshit every fucking year. You know, people don't make a living wage. Oh, there's no opportunities. Oh, there's so much crime. And then we sit there and blame the people who aren't responsible for it. While the people who are, we give them all the praise and the money. And just blindly follow them. Because they smile and they look good on camera. And I'm talking about your law enforcement. I'm talking about your politicians. Talking about your celebrities. Your people of influence. All of them. Why do we keep letting them divide us? For what? Because I can tell you as a mixed person... The only difference between a racist and a non-racist is a mentality. It's not a skin color. And I'm tired of seeing this. And people of color, make sure you're being mindful to those friends who have remained silent. Who aren't saying anything. Who are acting as if this isn't happening in the world. And they should be treated just as the people who are telling black people how to censor themselves. This past week, I've argued with friends. I've argued with family. And frankly, I'm exhausted. How many more names is it going to take on that list before we actually have some change? How many more names is it going to take before I'm not afraid to leave my house? Shit, I can't even walk across the fucking street to the gas station to grab a drink without the cashier saying some racist shit to me. If you're curious, that has been posted on my Twitter and Facebook. You can see it was at my local Thornton's. HR did contact me and reach out. Don't know what they're going to do or if they're going to do anything to the guy, but uh, it's under investigation currently. But that shouldn't happen. I should be able to just get a beverage, a cold beverage on a hot day across the street from my home without having to worry about someone saying some fucked up shit to me. And you know what? Quite frankly... We need to abolish the police system. Who does it serve? No one. selves. Because you want to talk about the thugs on the street, the thugs on the street wear blue. And wear badges. You can't tell me cops are out here to serve and protect when you can't even fucking find them most of the time because either they're in undercover cars or their cars are now being painted to where you can only tell it says police on it if you shine a light on it. When people are there to serve and protect you, you know what colors they were? They were bright oranges and yellows and red. So they can stick out. You know, kind of like the firefighters do. Or EMTs. Because you can spot them a mile away. They're not hitting. No one's ever been like, fuck the fire department. You know why? Because they don't come set your house on fire. Now white people we all have some work to do besides educating yourselves. Like I said, y'all need to speak the fuck up. I'm tired of y'all and your white fragility and I'm so scared to offend someone. Fuck it. You know how many years I've been censoring myself in white environments just so I don't come off as an angry black woman? Too long. I don't care if you're a friend, family, coworker boss, peer, professor, whoever you are, I'm going to call you out on your racism every fucking time, every microaggression, every macroaggression, every aggression. If it's wrong, I'm speaking out against it. And no kid is too young to have this talk. They're not. Because I've had a three-year-old call me a nigger before. Where'd they learn that at? They weren't too young to hear that. I've had a fourth grader look at me and chant, Build the wall, because he thinks I'm Hispanic. He wasn't too young to learn that. When you refuse to educate people, you're setting them up for failure. You're setting them up for harm. If kids are old enough to ask you questions about it, they're old enough to know. If they're old enough to see it, witness it, hear about it, they're old enough to know. Raise children that won't look at me as a threat and kill me. Raise children that when they become doctors, they won't ignore my symptoms and I end up dying. Or being turned away from hospitals even though I'm showing symptoms of having COVID-19 and fucking dying. Because I've yet to see an article where that happened to a white person. Although I'm sure it probably did. The astounding amount of black people who kept getting turned away from hospitals who were showing symptoms of COVID-19 and then later on dying. (laughs) Or the fact that women of color are three times more likely to die from childbirth. Not that we're incapable of giving birth to children, but doctors are incapable of seeing past their own biases to actually treat patients of color as if as, as like we need to be. We're not given painkillers when we're in immense amount of pain, amounts of pain because we're looked at as druggies. Even though I can tell you, as a twelve-year-old who got diagnosed with idiopathic arthritis, the doctors were quick to try to shove pain meds down my throat. You need to educate yourself. You need to speak out. And you need to challenge your own concepts, views, and actions. When a person of color calls you out on your racism, your bigotry, or your ignorance, we're not doing it because we hate you. We're not doing it to embarrass you. We're doing it because we want a change and because we want to live. And if you have a problem with that, then you're standing on the wrong side. Black lives are more important than white fragility. They're more important than your comfort. They're more important than your, your, your biases or your inferiority complex. Because to be honest, a racist per- person's views are only a reflection of themselves. So when you question why Black people are protesting or rioting, which, man, mind you, none of the riots started because of black people. They started because of police being violent towards peaceful protesters. And they started because we have people infiltrating who want to make Black Lives Matter look bad or who are just doing it because they don't have nothing better to do. Tell me when the last time you saw a massive... Riot led by black people in America. I can tell you when it was. Johnny King. The only time we riot is when we're trying to save our lives. We give you a pass on all the other injustices, all the times you deny us entry into the colleges or don't accept our applications for the jobs or deny us the bank loans or mortgages for the houses. We we give you a pass on all that. But we're tired of dying. Unjustly, unrighteously, we're tired of it. So what are you going to do? What action are you going to take? How are you going to be an ally? How are you going to check your fragility and your privilege? How are you going to use your privilege to help people of color? To our allies, I love you. To our brothers and sisters out there on the front lines, I love and adore you, and I'm praying for your protection. For the generations who came before us, we're picking up your torch and we're continuing this fight. Change is going to come. But they never told us how much we would have to pay for it. And I guess right now, it's time to collect that bill.